Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me via any one of our platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, please like it. Please subscribe. Please leave a comment. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you have to say on, on these matters. I always appreciate everything that you do. Um, I've been coming to you guys um, at different times over the last week and some change, mostly because I'm on holiday break and, you know, it's a good time to experiment to see if people listen more, you know, later in the afternoon or midday, thinking of possible ways as we move into 2022 that I can bring you um, Talk Spicy more efficiently live. And so it's something I really like doing live. There's, this is unscripted, obviously. Um, it's something that I, I feel like people have taken a, a liking to. And so I want to just be able to service as much as I can um, so that people understand that this is not just about me, but it's about them and, and what they like, what they gravitate towards. And, and the fact that I appreciate everything you guys do as followers to this platform. It's interesting when we think about the, the role of a journalist. And I had a really, a really great conversation, um, really great conversation with Luke Easterling um, yesterday. And, and I appreciate it because he's a, he's a guy that I know if I reach out to, we can have conversations where we don't have to necessarily agree but we're trying to be better. We're trying to understand the side. We're trying to, to, to really, to really get an, an understanding of what the other person is thinking. And I appreciate having somebody that I can have that level of, of conversation with. That's not just in my really, really tight knit friend circle. Um, but we were having a conversation. One of the things that I had said in the point is that the role of a journalist has changed so much. Number one, just calling someone a journalist means something different than what it used to mean. I came through school right along the time that 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 social media was coming about. We had we had you know the internet. The internet was popping, but the social media wasn't necessarily there yet. This is pre-Facebook. This is pre-MySpace. Um, well, maybe not pre-MySpace, or just right around the time that MySpace was becoming a thing, and but nowhere to the level of what Twitter has become. And so with the idea behind that and how social media has changed the game, what used to be a journalist was somebody whose job was to give information to the people because they did not have access to that information. That's what the that's what the journalists did. They they brought information to people who would otherwise not have the ability to get the information. That with the internet, that's no longer the, the truth. And with social media, it's no longer an issue 
it's no longer a thing where they have to even look to a particular source for the information because there are so many sources out there that give the information. It's a it's a it's a fantastic thing. It's information at your fingertips. It's information when you want it. Not just in the morning when the newspaper drops or just in the afternoon or the evening or the nighttime when the news comes on. It's information whenever. I don't have to wait to find out what happened in that basketball game. I know what happened in that basketball game right now. And that's the, that's the thing that we have done. But there was, there was a law of unintended consequences when social media came along. It made the journalist that used to, not hide, but used to be behind a byline in a paper and maybe, maybe a photo, it brought them to life. Because now those journalists having in this new, in this new climate, having to be able to get there, having to get their information out to the masses through social media, because that's the way in which the masses now consume most of their media, most of their information, that also became the place where those journalists would give their opinions. Well, as you know, if you come up or if anybody that came up in journalism knows your opinion and what you're reporting don't normally supposed to mix. But in this world, how can you tweet out a personal tweet and then in the next tweet do something professional and then consider it completely separate? You can't. So now in today's multimedia world, you not only have to be a writer, you have to be a broadcaster, you have to be an editor, you have to be a, a producer, you have to be an, a, 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 a tastemaker, uh, an opinion. You have to be able to give your own opinion backed up by whatever. Some people, you have to engage in some hot takes. And then some people are going to try to do things just to get clicks. Because we know there's a reason why the headline matters. It's because the headline gets the eyeballs, the eyeballs get the reading. The more people to read, the more advertising you get. That's been the same forever. Before there was ever any social media or, or quote-unquote clickbait, there were headlines being, being drawn in a manner that made you want to read it. That's all clickbait is. Then you get in and you figure out that headline doesn't actually match what's being said. Oh, well, you know what? That's what happens. It's been happening forever. That's why I've never lost my mind over clickbait. I've never I've never really been somebody who did things just for clicks, but I understand it. I get it. You got to you you've got to make it happen, homie. And when you got to make it happen and you need those eyeballs because that's your job, then there's going to be times where things are said that, you know, Don't really paint the full picture that you want painted. That's okay. That's okay. You know what? It's more okay. 
That's the business. That's life. We don't have to like it. We don't even have to engage in it. But that's what it is. And so now we find ourselves in this world. Now we find ourselves in this world where the journalist has to walk this line between I, it's my job to report. It's my job to tell you about what's going on. And I want to tell you how I feel about this, which might be two different things. Hey, this is what I have going on. Or this is how I feel about these things. This is, this is what's going on. And it's a really difficult line for journalists to walk. So many of us, like, we, we, we fall. We falter. Because, because our own personal opinions always have leaked into our work. But it was never able to be substantiated with tweets and with Instagram posts and with Facebook posts that talk about how we personally feel about that situation. So whereas you may have thought that an article might have a slight bit of slant to it because of how I wrote it, you couldn't really substantiate anything. So I write for I write for Giants Country. If I write an article talking about how bad, you know, Mike Glennon has been as a quarterback, there's statistics to back that up. But if you started looking at my social media and everywhere on my social media, I just banged on how bad Mike Glennon was or how I didn't understand why he was the backup quarterback and how does he still have a job, then you might look at my article and go, well, he just doesn't like Mike Glennon. And so he's going to just say whatever. His, his Those points that you're making, they're not valid because that's his bias getting in the way. Well, they never had to deal with that back before the internet and social media gave all of these journalists platforms that they that they are actually trying to make bigger and bigger because the bigger the platform, the more people who follow you means the more people who most likely will read your work or consume whatever it is you have for them to consume. So they're actively trying to build this viewership. Now what they say personally is going to be held against them with what they write professionally or what they say professionally. This is why a guy like Dan Orlovsky, who is an, is an intelligent um, an intelligent guy who understands the game of football has limited credibility with people who watch because we sit and look at him defend Carson Wentz and ride for Carson Wentz and not acknowledge when Carson Wentz has been bad Blame it on everybody else. Tell us how good Matthew Stafford is and yet doesn't say a word when he's awful in a game. That's how your credibility gets shot. When you try to have your personal align with your professional and they don't align naturally, that's when you're that's when you're considered to be you know, somebody that can't be trusted. That's when your expert opinion just becomes 
your personal opinion. And we have to we have to guard against that because as journalists, we don't want to lose sight of the main thing. As as they say, we want to keep the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing is to give information to the people that they need or that they want. Not that we want to give them, not that we need, but that they need. So when I ask questions to players, when I ask questions to coaches, when I ask questions to anybody, if I am operating for me and what I want to know, those questions are different than the questions I might ask if you want to know it or if you are trying to find out. Because you as a fan, because you as somebody who cares about XYZ team, you really only care about how those players affect your team. You don't care about all the other stuff. We know. There's statistics that show it. Now, if you're not for that team, you might care for the personal stuff because you don't have an investment in the team. You're just here to watch like the show. And that's a fine line that journalists now have to walk when they go and do an interview and they're recording it. And now instead of just just that recording being something they kept for a record, that recording is now being posted to Instagram. That recording is now being posted to YouTube. That recording is now being posted to any social media platform because they want to bring eyes to whatever it is they're doing on that particular subject. And when that happens, we're back on that teeter-totter again. Are you personal or are you professional? We all blur the lines. We all blur the lines. We have no other choice in this new climate. We are in the infotainment game. We're in the infotainment game. Give me the info, entertain me as well. And when you're in the infotainment game, you have to be really, really careful that you don't fall into the tabloid game, which is give me information without it being substantiated or with it just being personal attacks or with it just being something that services me and not you. That's what we have to we have to warn ourselves against. But that's the beauty of the job. Everybody thinks they can do it. Everybody thinks that they can do it. But there's a reason why certain people do it for a very long time and certain people don't. Because they have mastered that ability to blur those lines but never mash them together. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you're joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree. Whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated if you're joining me on the YouTube channel or anywhere that you see this broadcast. Like, subscribe. We appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.